Now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number two. I forgot the net. The, the, the <laughs> thing. No, I was so ready, dude. I was so hyped. Yeah, I was so hyped. And then I was just like, fuck, what number is this? Welcome to episode number 273 of the Mink and Dish podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast. That's where we are, and that's where you are right now. I am. Scott the Bot Savage along with Wade Wade and Joe and it's another quarantine episode of the Minka Dish podcast we're stuck in our homes stuck yeah. in our houses and god damn it I think we've run out of lube we uh fair to say well, welcome to week 35 of the Minka Dish podcast quarantine feels like week 35 oh my god it's like it's like the longer this goes, the more I'm fascinated by the human psyche. Um, so for those, I don't know how far how far like our local news travels, but um, as of this recording, there is or maybe was I I, I don't know a, uh, a, a protest. Pro- yes, a protest to reopen. I think it was yesterday. Maryland. It was when? yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay, so yeah, yeah so there was a, uh, a protest to reopen in, uh, in Annapolis, which people forget that that's the capital. People that, think Baltimore. Why would you go to the state, the capital of the state? No, I'll tell people like that don't live in Maryland. Sometimes they think oh, Baltimore's the uh, capital. Oh yeah, you'd be no, surprised. No. You'd be surprised. No, dude. When I was a kid, and someone told me Annapolis was the capital, that blew my mind. I was like, but everyone goes to Baltimore. It's like, no, nope, no, nope, it's uh, it's Annapolis. Annapolis is that capital. And if you um, go to Na- and if you go to Annapolis, you're like, yeah, man, I can see the place the capital. Yeah, <laughs> except for like old, like colonial, not colonial, like kind of like you know, like old timey houses. Colonial. <laughs> colonial. Yeah, they're probably colonial. You <laughs> had it right. You had it. Wait, you were right there. You were right uh, there. You took it and you, you just. You just ruined it. You just yeah. ruined it. So, you ruined your credibility. Um, but as I was mentioning, because I know the reason I bring it up is because I know the news in Florida of them reopening the beach made uh, national news. Um, so I just want everyone to be assured nobody in the Minkadish family was stupid enough to go to the protest in Annapolis. So you can rest assured knowing we were smart enough to stay in our homes. Hell, if we weren't, yeah. if we weren't, we would not be doing quarantine editions. Now, would if we, we? 
if we now, went out... what's really funny is you didn't ask if either of us had gone, so, like, it would have been really funny if I was like, yeah, I was there. I, 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 that, you I, know what? That's fair. That is fair. I could be lying. If I were there, I would have definitely have thrown eggs at them, but, uh, yeah, it's basically a bunch of people got in their cars and just honked the horn, laid on the horn the entire time, which is... You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? A bunch of fucking people in their Punisher t-shirts doing that. Yeah, uh, and it's like, I'm sorry, but has anyone honking the horn ever made you want to change your mind or do something for that person? I mean, when they, when they honk if they're horny. <laughs> honk if you're wearing your protective gear. Yeah, no, but I'm like, I'm seeing signs where it's like, uh, quarantine is communism, quarantine is tyranny. So and someone like, said, some politician said that these protests are like a modern day Rosa Parks. And I'm like, let's see, racial segregation, wearing a face mask in public. Uh, which staying is the most, home. Say, which is the harder thing? Uh, I think it's going to be wearing it's, a face mask it just it just goes to show and i'm not trying to be political but in this co- topic conversation you can't help it i just feel like i think americans are so up the ass of quote-unquote freedom that like any kind of recommendation that could help them that requires them not quote-unquote have as much is automatically like you know we're living it's 1984 man you know it's it's, <clears throat> it's 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 Fahrenheit 451, man. And there's people that you know? are bringing, and people are bringing. I got an argument with someone online. I had to mute it. I had to mute the conversation. It was Facebook, and so, uh, our friend Josie posted it, and it's basically about these people, like they're bringing AK-47s to these freaking protests to Why? make sure to make sure the government doesn't over like over like oh like uh. So the government doesn't overpower them because you know, that's the whole idea of the Second Amendment, right? So the government does not take, you know, they can defend themselves from the government. Which but is aren't, like, they, what? aren't most of them Trump people, though? Well, the thing is that they want to support him, but they also think the government is going to, you can't have both. That's the weirdest to, thing. It's like, we support the government, but we hate the government. You can't have both. Uh, but it's mostly like, these people doing that, and then this guy's like, well, you know, because the police do, like, throw tear gas. They do affect peaceful protests. And I'm like, yeah, those protests had no guns. Imagine if guns are in the play. They're definitely going to have, I don't know, more police, maybe military involved. Like, I don't know, guys. Maybe you should rethink this whole thing. It's just a where – and it, this is literally after, like uh, – what the government said, like, we're going to have, like, a three-phase plan to reopen the government, which I think, you know, politics aside, I think is a pretty decent plan. You know, slowly open well, things. Yeah. You can't just, you can't just, you can't, there's something like this. You can't just, like, it can't, it's not, it's not something that you can just do right away, but it's also something you can't set a date for. You know yeah. what I mean? You, I have do, to, I, you have to see what's happening, you know? You can't, like... You can't plan for it. You can't plan that, oh, let's say July 27th, we're going to reopen everything. Because how do we know that cases of the coronavirus aren't going to spike? You know what I mean? But by then, and throw throw that into into uh, oblivion. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, 
it's just I can't, I don't understand how hard it is to just not do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's coming from a fat man who can't who doesn't know how to put down the fork. And yeah. here I am saying it. Yeah, like trust me, like I it makes you really miss everything. Like before the quarantine, I'll say like well, I like I had no time for anything, like writing, editing, no time for anything. I was always like, there's no, not enough hours in a day. But now that I have all the hours in a day, I don't do anything. Yeah, no, dude, <laughs> I've been slacking. I've been resting. I've been playing video games. You know, like, should I have been doing things? Yes. Should I have kept maintained a good sleep schedule? Yes. Oh. Should I? And Wade, you're going to kill me for saying this. Should I have worked on music for our band? Yes. Should I have done more things? Yes. yes. But but goddamn, here I was. I finally had some time to relax and rest. And I got to tell you, I feel pretty fucking good. This coronavirus mm. is a blessing in disguise because not only am I feeling rested, rested and relaxed, I also got stimulated. So and by that I mean I got my stimulus check. Uh, I was actually going to ask, did y'all get stimulated? Yeah. Y'all got stimulated? Joe, you get stimulated? I believe the fifth. Nobody needs to know what I got. I don't. No, no, no. I don't. No, no, no. No one needs to know the total. I just want to know: Did you get stimulated? Everyone knows the. Everyone knows the total. Uh, That's actually not true. Apparently, some uh, there's a maximum, but some people, based on uh, I think based on like taxes and stuff, could in theory get less than the maximum. If you make over seventy thousand, I think you get less. I don't. I don't know the details. I just know that it techni- it won't be the same for everybody. It's communism. It's communism, scant. But either way, I was really excited because, like I said, not only did I do those other things, but uh, because I got stimulated, you know, I bought a couple games on the Nintendo eShop, and then the rest of it, I paid off a credit card. I paid off my Wells Fargo card, y'all, which means I can finally switch banks. I uh. I just put mine in my savings. Yeah. Because I realized, like, because I'm not going out and I am working from home, so I'm getting a steady paycheck, uh, I realized that I don't spend a lot of money if I'm inside. So I have. I'm putting a lot of my money in, like, in my savings account. Like, it's just like, oh my God. I might be able to afford, like, multiple tattoos or whatever. I know the first thing I'm doing after this is. Going outside, man. Yeah. You know what else you could do with that money? But, um, but nah, dude, like, but, but like the thing is, is like, we all, I think we all sound better, you know, like Wade, you sound like you sound a lot happier. Joe, you sound more awake. I Uh, sound congested. I, uh, you don't sound congested. I feel congested. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I didn't say, Hey, I didn't deny it. I'm just saying you sound good. And, um, I mean, I sound chubby. Well, we all sound chubby, Scott. <laughs> yeah, we but all, only one of us all, has a chubby, Wade. We, we ha- oh, oh, stimulus. I get it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, my, hey, hey, my, my bank account ain't the only thing that's being stimulated right now. Oh, shit. Whoa. Speaking of stimulation... Uh, I watched the show on Netflix, and I think you did too, Scott. If it's what I think it is, oh, hell yeah, I watched it. I uh, definitely got stimulated after watching Dr. Pimple Popper. I'm sorry. 
Oh uh, God, no, Caitlin, Caitlin would have done that, and I think well, that's on Hulu. Wait, nice try on the well, on Hulu. Well, by the way, they uh, this month they put out season three of Doctor Pimple Popper. So there you go. No. There you go. All right, Caitlin's looking at me like we're watching that. I'm like, I am not watching that. Don't worry, Scott. It's only four episodes. That's four episodes too much for me. Well, probably they already added season two. I didn't know they added season two. Diana loves Pimple Popper, so she's like obsessed with it. And I'm like, that's gross. I don't get it. Like when they're I pulling out, when they're pulling out a lipoma, I'm just like, I'm gonna vomit right here, right now. If yeah, I was in that I, uh... room. If I was in that room, I'd vomit inside where the vo- the lipoma was. Oh, we I can't like, do it. We could, like, stop talking about it. That'd be nice. Okay, well, speaking of lipomas, <laughs> uh, or we saw, I watched three episodes, Scott watched the whole season of the big show show. Which the is whole first half. Apparently, the, uh, there are going to be eight more episodes. Oh, boy. I watched three, and I was like, I'm good for a while. I enjoyed it actually. I like a lot of those like these like old school like sitcoms from back in the day. Like, wait, I think you'll agree with me. If this was around during the nineties, this would definitely be like TGIF stuff. Like I could see this with like Full House and and no, uh, Family it. Matters and Boy Meets World and stuff. I okay, I watched the first three episodes and I watched the first episode twice. So watch this. I need Diana's opinion on it because I was very like, I don't know how to feel about it. Like there's some jokes that I thought was funny as shit, and there's also jokes I was like, this is. I think the, I had I'm very it's very mixed bag for me. Like I don't like how. Maybe because I I don't watch sitcoms often. I don't watch Disney sitcoms, but it has like a very Disney vibe, mostly in the transitions. And the music, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, that also goes with what I said about TGIF, because Disney owns ABC. Yeah, like like they show like uh like they show like the beach when they do transitions, and they have that really fluffy kind of techno like fluffy like kind of poppy music. Yeah, it feels very like Disney, and I'm, yeah. I guess I'm just not used to that. I'm used to sitcoms being like King of Dark Queens, gritty. Yeah, like. Cheers or Seinfeld or Friends. I- I'm used to that. Well, I'm it's sorry, it's not one of your hipster sitcoms from Malaysia. No, it's not that. It's just like it's so bright. I think that's what it is. it's so bright and fluffy and like. Well, that's I'm how a lot to... of a lot of shows are nowadays. And I nowadays, think it's I guess. Of, yeah. I think it's yeah, because but... they take advantage of like a lot of like the HD. You know, that's what I was wondering. Really I feel like it's this. also it's also like a lot of network shows. Um, like like Two and a Half Men and uh, like Big Bang Theory, like they'll have those transitions where it's like a a cut, but they'll play like a little musical interlude when they go from scene to scene. You know, a whole bunch of network shows did that. Like Still Standing. Uh, There's a, a show I haven't heard of in a while. Yeah, yeah, a whole whole mess of them from like the mid to late two thousands all did that because that's I, what the, the the previews give me that vibe of like a still standing or not quite Dharma and Greg. Um, oh God, no! Oh God, no! No, no, more like yeah. I mean, um, you're not you're. I mean, Joe, I'm just gonna be shoot real, me. You're in the right another, ballpark. Yeah, just shoot me is another one I, I think of. 
God, I or uh, that, that other one he did with Patrick Warburton. Um, oh God, what was that show? Uh, You're talking David Spade, right? Yeah, David Spade with the. It's like in. <laughs> Um, has I know what you're talking about. Where yeah, like, I'm gonna look like, it up. Is he like a nanny or something? But no, he's like the single friend. That's it. And and it's um. Patrick oh, it's got Warburton the mom, and uh, grounded for life. Yeah. Yeah. Still remember what it's called, but I remember the show. I want to say it was it Rules of Engagement. That's it. Was that? That's it. it. You got it. I think it's like the the I've watched earliest, a lot of sitcoms in my day, guys. I think the earliest, like the like the latest sitcom I probably watched, like Laugh Track sitcom, is probably Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Well, no wait, what was that one with the donuts, Scott? Superior Donuts. I watched a few episodes of that. I really wanted that show to succeed so badly. I I, I legitimately enjoyed it, but they got too cocky. They got too cocky. It's like they wanted to delve into like important political topics but like they didn't have the they didn't have the um the fan base what i'm looking for they didn't have the the fan base not not the fan base but they didn't have the 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 experience yet to tackle it they didn't have the credibility yet the cloud they didn't have the credit not credibility in the sense of like trust they didn't have the trust of the audience yet you know, so they so they hadn't been established yet, so they were kind of turning people off. And I mean, and I mean nowadays, I mean everything is so politicized anyway that people just want to break. And I think that kind of also hurt the show because it was kind of right at the beginning of so that. So they became so they became inferior donuts. Well, they became uh, non-existent donuts. Yeah. Uh, uh, the show is like. It's it's like if you want to like take a break and turn you know turn off the world and enjoy a nice little program not nothing that, let me put it this way you put this on and you know you know you know what you're getting you know that like you could watch this with your kids and not worry that they're gonna see something you don't approve of um it's a lot of fun um it seems like for the first like couple episodes they forgot that his name was Paul White. And I'm yeah. sure in canon, his first name is Big and his last name is Show. But yeah, his uh, wife calls him his wife calls him Show, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, but but uh, I did notice that. Um, so the running one of the running gags in the show is in the kitchen. There's a big chalkboard that says different things, and um, I think it's like towards the end of the the like like maybe the. Third, fourth, fifth episode. It says the whites, and they're actually referred to as white. So, you know, I guess they realize like, oh shit, I guess we should actually give him a real person name. Maybe his well, wife just keeps it kayfabe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the, but the thing that made me laugh about that is there's so many shows where it's like, you know, you got like the Steve Harvey show, the yeah. Dick Van Dyke show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Cosby show, where it's oh. like. It's like the name the of it's the Titus. name of it's the name of the comedian or actor that plays them, but then they play a completely different character. Cliff Huxtable on the Cosby Show, Steve Hightower on the Steve Harvey Show. Uh, I forget what Dick Van Dyke's name was on that show. Uh, did Mary Tyler Moore play Mary Tyler Moore? She might have played someone named Mary, but I don't think it was Mary Tyler Moore. Like, why That's did they the do classic. that? They always keep the first name. Uh, the Joey Bishop Show. He wasn't Joey Bishop. Uh, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of more. The only examples I can think of are, like, if they only use the first name. Like, I love Lucy. She didn't have to be Lucille Ball as long as she was Lucy. Yo, Roseanne. She didn't have to be Roseanne Barr as long as she was Roseanne. You know? But, like, what is what is with this? It's been a long-running trope, and I don't like it. It seems like the only time that if it's the if it's the name of the person show it's always the only time they actually are themselves is if it's a talk show no the one it's exception is seinfeld yes but but i will i will challenge that because it's not called jerry seinfeld it's just called seinfeld he could have still been like mike seinfeld you know what I mean? Yeah, but he wasn't. He was Jerry Seinfeld. I know, but like I you're missing the point. It's all if it's 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 still one name. It's not the Jerry Seinfeld show. You get what I'm saying? I'm talking about the shows where it's the the blank show. Kind of like how this is the big show show. I hate this the is name. A few times where that actually it. happens because he does technically play the big show. Uh, yeah, I hate now. It's the big show show. I hate I hate that. Anyway. No, what pisses me off about it is that the it barely has a theme song, but the fact that the theme song isn't uh, just some guy going, well, well, it's, it's just, a big show show. It's I'm just, so pissed. It's literally, not- just, it's literally just ding ding, some weird fluffy pop music for like 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. There's a few things that I thought it was, there's a few jokes that I was like, Okay, uh, I do like, uh, in the first episode, I think him, I don't know if it continues in the rest of the show, but I think that the him and the ice hockey coach have a lot of chemistry. Um, he does, he does stick around, but uh, I don't think he interact. he doesn't interact with Big Show. I do like, uh, I like, uh, what, who's the guy, God, what's his name, Urkel, what the fuck's his name? Jaleel White. Jaleel White, I think they have good chemistry, I think Jaleel oh, White's I- kind of an I- asshole, though. Uh... Uh, I th- I do like how they have a good cast of like the daughters. They have a good dichotomy of the daughters. JJ oh, is, is the best. JJ is the best daughter. Uh, I was like, I was. This is the first episode. And I'm iffy about it, but it kind of sold me when they're on like the two older sisters on the roof talking, and then she zip lines onto the roof, and I'm just like, what? And I was sold because like it was so ridiculous that she ziplined to the roof to interact with the conversation I was in. I do thought I thought in the second episode there's a joke about a kid named Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. I thought that was the most clever joke. Oh, Wade. Like, that was the cleverest that. joke. No, Wade. It's better because uh, later on uh, it turns out uh, she's running against another or. I guess she was running against another kid, or there was another kid trying, whose uh, who uh, his initials were KD and his last name was Perry. Oh Jesus! So uh, Katie Perry. I and then the other one is very like highly political, very protest heavy. <clears throat> the one thing I'll say this without picking sides, mind out of everyone in the cast, I think the Big Show is the least funny. What? No, I, I think his jokes are just so bad. Like the because the he's writing, a dad. They're dad jokes. I don't know he's the writing. Dad. I feel like the writing. Sometimes they try to feel like they're too 
modern. Like when he's like, when he gets like, well, Professor X or whatever, he gets that weird thing. What's that thing? The stretch ball, whatever. He gets it yeah. stuck on his hand. Instead of saying, I'll buy you a new one, he says, I'll Amazon Prime you one. That is a thing people say, though. I feel like you just say, buy it. I don't know. Amazon, for, I think it's just so, like, I feel like they're trying, like, there's things that they, they say, probably like. Got sponsored, Wade. Huh? Probably got sponsored. It's on Amazon Prime, though. It's on Netflix. So? Would it be on Amazon Video if that's the case? No. Prime Video, sorry. They can still have product placement in competitive Oh, they don't have product placement. They just say, it's just like how they say lines. Yeah, sometimes, that's product placement. The line, I will Amazon Prime you one, is a product placement line. Sometimes they say stuff that I'm just like, I don't think an actual person would actually say that kind of thing. Yeah, like, that's your first clue. Like, like, in the first one, are like, what was it like? What was the joke about the butts only, like the the parking bench or whatever? All butts only or something like that. He says something that he uses as a, initials, and I don't see how that's funny at all. It's just not that funny. I feel like they're trying so hard to get that that line, like how Seinfeld has the no soup for you, or Norm has not Norm. Cheers has Norm, or Friends has like you know the Smelly Cat stuff like that. They're trying to get that iconic line. They say that's from the Big Show show. And sometimes they I feel like they do it that one time. They do it a couple times. They say lines. They're just like, I don't get it, but I feel like they're doing it just so they have like an iconic line. But it it just it falls flat. Should sometimes. they not try to have an iconic <laughs> line? It comes off as they try too hard. And God so far, but in the rapid. end, it doesn't even matter. It's too rapid. Like, I, I don't know. I thought the jokes, I'd say, it's 50-50 for me. Like, some land, some land pretty hard, but some don't. And it's, did, you get, did you get to the one where they're on the boat with Mick Foley, Rikishi, and no, uh, Mark no. Henry? Like I said... I'm judging it off the first three episodes. It oh, got to watch that one. It's fantastic. It might, it might find its footing all along the way. I did see, like, that picture. Like, they show, like, the, you know, my highlight a move, a show, whatever. It shows, like, a picture. I I haven't got to the episode where JJ dresses like the big show. <clears throat> and she has the bald cap and the goatee. I don't know what that is, but it's pretty it's, funny it's looking. It's freaky as fuck. <clears throat> it's pretty funny. Like... The wife is kind of cool, I guess. She's still thought, trying to sell that fucking haunted house, dude. Yeah, I, I it, the, that running gag is kind of getting, getting on my last nerve a little bit. Really? It's like it's like really. It's weird. It's like what? it's not even that big of a running gag. It's literally like maybe one mention an episode. No, I just say like it's weird. Like there's a sitcom and 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 but there's like these. There's, like, overarching things going on with it. Yeah, Wade hates the pit in the first season of Parks and Rec. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, dude, like, even Seinfeld's first season kind of sucks. No, I'm not saying that it's that particularly bad show. It's cute. It has some cute tender moments. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a bad show. It's not a good show. It's a big show. Show. Uh, Like, it's cute. There's some cute moments. It's not... I would say this. It's not bad. I'll say it's not bad. 
I was looking forward to watching it. It's not super... It's not hysterical, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not. It's not breaking the mold. I should say. I mean, but does everything need to break the mold? No, 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 I mean, no, 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 does everything have to be? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I and I'm and I'm not trying to get on you, but like, I do. I like. I I do hear so many people say like, oh, it's it's nothing special. It's nothing. But but does everything have to? I mean, can't we just like have something that like you know it exists. It's fine. Like, let me put it this way, and I'm not not just equated to junk food, but it's kind of like. You know, I look at it this way, you know, with ice cream, you know, I mean, yeah, people always go, yeah. oh, it's so bland and vanilla. But I mean, are you really disappointed if you get vanilla ice cream? I mean, does anyone like get it? And it's like, I'm not eating this shit. No, you eat it and you're like, eh, not that bad. Not that good. Not that bad. You know, you I, I just I just don't think not. Being uh, all that stuff should never be, uh, in, be a, a detraction. Here's how, here's how I with a lot of the shit we but, get nowadays. But, but, but the honest, that is a, that is a detraction. If it's not special, then it's not. But what is special anymore? How many things like oh, come out and, and it gets like banned so, there, like, like the then, first like, the hype goes away, okay. and then here's a good example: the first few episodes of Superior Donuts. I thought they're much better. I feel like they have a better story and a better cast of characters than the Big Show show. That makes I, sense. I agree. I agree, but I, to I me, they they were not breaking the mold. Nothing breaks the mold anymore. I shouldn't say. I should not have said that d- description. I should say it's not standout-ish enough. Here, here's how I look at it. Look at look at Parks and Rec. It was not considered anything special yes. for many seasons. Many seasons. Like, oh, the show was almost over before people started really catching on and going, this is a great show. Yeah. Again, like, that's... I feel like judging a show all, on an immediate impact on whether or not it does that can be a little short-sighted. Like, like I said, like, Parks and Rec, like, most shows are still trying to find their footing into the second season. Yeah, but it's also like just because it's not different enough yet, like eventually yeah. you let you let the characters develop over time and see where it goes. Exactly, you can't expect like, to have your mind blown by the first season. Honestly, I'm not. Like I'm not Theory, oh God damn it! Like Big Bang Theory starts out okay, like it's fine, but over time, like the characters do this weird development that just the show becomes trash. No, I think my <laughs> point is I'm not I'm not Ow, fuck. Is that <clears throat> my truth on the laptop? I'm just saying. It just takes time. <clears throat> I'm not trying to say I'm not trying, okay, this is kind of getting a little out there. I'm not trying to say that this show is not going to get a second season. I'm not trying to say that this show is bad. I'm not trying to say that I'm judging this show solely on season one because I have to because there's only one season First and I though. did say and I did say oh, I only you didn't did even finish it I I, I I literally said Scott you're not listening I said in the beginning I am I listening only, are you kidding me before I said anything because you're kind of dogpiling me before I said well, anything I watched it all you didn't and you're I the said, one that has more of a uh, opinion before I said anything. Anything at all, 
I said I only watched the first three episodes. I didn't I, I say, and, I, and I, I'm judging it off the first three episodes. And I said, hey, you watched the whole season. It might have found its footing. But you didn't. Watch it. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I know. I'm judging it off the three episodes. First off, wait. First impression. First impression. Okay, let's just say I watched the first episode only. What's the first impression? That's how I felt about in the first episode. The first wait, impression was chill. some funny, some weren't. Chill, chill out. Wait, we're not dogpiling you. We're just we're giving yeah, you reasons you. to keep going. I'm gonna still watch it. Like it's not like we're saying you're wrong. We're just saying give it. A yeah, chance. like I like I was getting ready to say. I mean, it's not a show that like reinvents the wheel or anything. This is like this well, is like has to reinvent the wheel, Scott. You said yourself. I know. Don't wait. Don't try to. Don't try to turn shit around on me. Again, one of us wa- actually watched the whole show, the other didn't, and the other's like critiquing it, like it's like it's a like this is a Criterion connection. I'm not Criterion, it's a Criterion. Which you can connection. watch on our YouTube page every week. A uh, new episode up uh, on Wednesday. I'm not judging it off. I'm not trying to say it's gonna be the greatest show of all time. I'm just saying personal, oh, no. my <laughs> personal taste. I thought it was hit and miss. Some jokes land it, and when they land it, they're pretty fucking funny. I laughed out loud. But some are just, like, trying too hard to make a laugh. And I think just, a lot of the lines... I just can't <clears throat> believe you, you, hate, you hate the haunted house. I just... <clears throat> like, like, do you have any idea what that house has been through? Do you know? I do. Okay. Get there's out of that thing, house. <clears throat> there's one thing about the big show. Like, I think his lines aren't that funny. Compared to everyone else, I think everyone else is more funnier than him. Okay. Maybe not the maybe not the daughter from Minnesota. The daughter from Minnesota, I feel like she's okay. But I think what? the wife, the wife, JJ, and what's the what's the middle girl's name? Oh, I can't remember. Iconic. Uh, but anyway, uh, the political one. I think they're and so much more funnier than the Big Show. Well, but and I big, think also <clears throat> we also got to remember because they're basing this all off of his actual life, they probably assume you already know who he is and what he's about. And they're, de- they're definitely world building. You could definitely tell that like they're focused more on like, no, no, no. We want you to know these people. You already know big show. We don't got to establish him. And they're giving you more into it. Like I said, if you, when you watch the other, well, episode, that, you'll see where you'll see where I'm coming from. I, I think that's a big mistake. If that's the way they go. Let the big uh, show. The fun, I'll say, he was funny when he was doing the open house as, like, helping out with the muffins. Shit. I thought that was funny, right? I thought that was actually genuinely funny. But I think his dialogue just isn't that funny. He has lines that are pretty funny, but there's some that are just, like, trying, reaching a little too much. Like, I, I feel mean, like... That, but, but here's the thing. That might be what modern sitcoms are now, you know? Because I also thought the laugh track just really, like, it was obvious they were not in the front of an audience, a studio audience. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, they've been using, like, the same laugh tracks since, like, the early 90s. Yeah, they use the same laugh tracks, but they don't mix it well to where it's just very, like, it's a little light. Just wait. The volume's low, and it feels like it's very piped in. Yeah, just wait until you get the ooze. And they sprinkle it in. Oh, like, I can't wait for the <laughs> Like, they sprinkle in on jokes that weren't that funny, and I'm just it makes it more apparent, you yeah. know? But that might be more on the the idea of the modern sitcom these days, 
if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it might just be because I'm not well versed on sitcoms in the past five years. It, I, I will or say, Dis- or Disney. I, I will say though, it definitely feels more akin to a Full House in the, in like its presentation, its style, its like its demo. It, it clearly is going for that demographic. I can clearly tell. You can clearly tell that they want JJ to be like the Michelle of this show. Because I mean, think about it. It's got the three girls, just like the other show did. And another thing is, they do uh, the first joke is a Mick Foley joke, and I'm just like, I don't know what audience they're trying to go for. Are they going for the general audience? Or are they going for wrestling audience? Yeah, well, that's because, what I was saying. Because where... the general audience will not have a fucking clue who yeah, Mick Foley is. But they might Google who Mick Foley is. Yeah. See, well, that was my problem with what Scott had said that they're assuming that you already know Big yeah. Show, and and I think that's a that's a big mistake if you're putting a show on Netflix. Yeah. I think I think. Well, sure, you I can agree. have nods. You should you 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 can have nods to like the fans that know Big Show, but you still need to establish him well, as, no, no, no. as a character no, 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 in the I show. Agree. I agree with what you're saying. Like when I say they establish, like they don't. What I mean is like. You don't, I mean, all they really tell you about Big Show, all you need to know about him as far as a character is, he's a he's former a wrestler, wrestler, he's retired, and he's trying to figure out his life going forward. So it's but like, it's, it's, as far it's, as character-wise, they, 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 they really work on establishing the other ones so you can get to know them. Because some people may not, you know, some people may not like or relate to Big Show. Maybe they relate more to like a mom or the, the kids, and that way they can gravitate uh-huh. You know, they can kind of gravitate towards their char- a, a character that they well, love, a different character. I mean, if you're a male watching this and you don't watch wrestling, you're kind of screwed. Well, no, that's not entirely it, true. What if you're a big What if you're a big Jaleel White fan? Or a big small gym teacher man? Yeah. Both, or Professor what, X. What if you're a big fan of the big show's uh, feature films? Uh, you mean the Smash Holiday classic? Jingle all the way. Or Knucklehead. No, yeah. I'll say this. This is miles. This is light years beyond Knucklehead humor. Dude, I, that was the one thing. When I put that first episode on, my first thought was, oh, my God, please be better than Knuckleheads. And it was. Like, it's, There's it's, zero it's, fart it's, jokes. It's, it's, like, it's like they do a lot of silly stuff. But one thing I will give the show credit is, like, they really are trying to, like, have a heart to it. You know, like, yeah. it, you could definitely feel like this isn't just something Big Show was like, and eh, I guess I'll do it. Like, you could tell he wants to do it. You could tell yeah. he wants to be there and wants to make it good. Yeah, everyone there like is game. I think, I think once we get the other episodes, we'll have a better yeah. idea of everyone, where it can go in the future. Everyone I feel like, there is game, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like his charisma works well for this kind of show <laughs> as well. It does, especially his big-ass polos. Also, there is a, money like, on them. there is like one minute flaw to me. So the first episode, uh, Lola, I think her name is, she she moves in with Big Show from Minnesota, Minnesota, and they're like, oh, you have to share rooms. The Big Show only has a three bedroom house. Yes. 20 years in the wrestling business, he only has a three-bedroom house. On. Wait. But, they also, but they also say that Lola has visited before. Where does she stay? Is there no guest house? Maybe guest room. Guest room. On the sofa? I mean, 
honestly, my problem has been the opposite with these kind of sitcoms. Like, what? How do the, some of these people afford the places they do have? If you look well, at like, they should save his money, Joe. Like how big like the Brady Bunch house is, and like, he flew coach. Like he flew when coach, Lola, God damn it! Like when Lola's like comes in and she doesn't have her bag. Airport lost her bags. At no point at the end of the episodes, he's like, if "You don't get your bags." We'll go shopping. Takes till the end of the episode, which is like days afterwards, to say, I'm going to buy you new clothes. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a big show and you have this money because you're a retirement, retired wrestler for 20 years, take her fucking shopping. But wait, if he's retired, that means he's on a Legends contract. Do you have any idea how much money the Legends actually make? tell me that the big show didn't save money. Well, if he was rich, nobody would want to watch the show. Because what conflict is there? Also, I, do, they, do they establish like an, an office for him? Because he has like world title belts and all that, and he doesn't have a room for that. It's in JJ's room for some reason. JJ has posters of him, which is honestly that's kind of weird to me. No, no, the weirdest one. Posters of your dad. The, no, the weirdest one is the poster in the closet by the steps. That was the weirdest one. It may not, you may not have gotten to the episode, but there's an episode where one of them was in the closet. They come out, and there's a poster, a Big Show poster in the closet. <clears throat> but Why? you know what, I can't, I can't even shit on that, because how many trauma movies have trauma movie posters on the walls? Why is there a watermelon there? I'll explain later. I think we said enough about the Big Show show. It's almost the whole episode. We went to a. I was, it was supposed to be like I don't know, like a five-minute conversation, and it turned into a deep dive on the the idea the of psychology modern, of Big Show Show. Well, like the I psychology said, right? of a you modern sitcom, like Criterion Connection esque, uh, not ramp, but like review of the Big Show. Which, by the way, uh, this week's Criterion Connection YouTube Wednesday. Be there. And it's you know what the criteria this week's Criterion Connection really ties into the Big Show Show. It's video drum, so. Well, it's a Videodrome! I also, I was also probably not in the mood to watch the Big Show show because uh, I've been really watching a lot of, like, reality uh, competition shows. Like, I'm in the... like So I restarted watching, like, Lost with Diana because I promised I'd finish it because I said this two years ago. I'm uh, sorry. But, uh, you know, but I also just finished Farscape. It won, like, this whole week of watching Farscape, which is an amazing show. So I, I needed a bro- break, so I started watching, like, on Fios, it has the show Face Off on mm-hmm. demand. But, yeah, but also, yeah. been watching, but also on my birthday, I started watching The Great British Baking Show. Oh, you're, think, you're late to the party on that one. Because, of, oh, no, Diana's finished them all. But I've seen some episodes, but I was like, it was my birthday, and we just watched Goodfellas. She'd never seen it. And that's an exhausting movie to sit through. Especially if you eat all this cake and stuff. Birthday you cake and pizza. Uh, we had to watch something light. So we said the British Baking Show. And that got us in the mood to eat cake. Because they bake. So I was in this competition reality show thing. Mood. So maybe that's why I didn't finish the Big Show show. But, but yeah. I'm gonna don't worry, after I finish the first season, Scott, I'm gonna write you a thesis paper. It's gonna be fifteen pages long, college style. 
and uh, we need at least five words, Wade. We need five cited sources at least. Okay. Yeah, and it better and your and your thesis better not be. I think the Big Show show is very, 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 very dumb. And I'm gonna don't worry, I'll double space all the letters so they stretch out. No single space, buddy. New time Roman. Fuck. I'll get to it, but I've been like playing Final Fantasy VII Remake a lot. Twenty-one. And you mentioned this off air. No, Scott. Bullet for Butterfly. What's the fucking song called? The Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Bullet for Butterfly Wings. I had a stroke there for a minute. Sorry. Uh, That is not. That (laughs) is not. That's not in the game. Yeah, that's that cover sucks. If you ever see the commercial for the Final Fantasy VII remake, oh my god, that is one of the worst covers. Like seriously, like why do commercials always? It's like we want to use the song, but we want to make it shit. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. know. We'll get a haunting pop, pop. We'll do a haunting like atmospheric pop version. But of the it. thing like, is, Final Fantasy VII. I don't even mind the somber like uh, covers. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. This one's bad. Can but, we like, get? I've seen it also with like Beatles songs where like they'll oh. they'll have somebody Get come together. Come and you're together. Like, why are you why would you let somebody cover the Beatles? <laughs> dude, no, dude. You wanna know how to do an evil Beatles cover? Here's what you do. You listen to Ghost's cover of Here Comes the Sun. That's how you do an evil version of a ghost or of a Beatles song. But yeah, like, can we get like a haunting, somber version of "Girls Just Want to Have Fun"? Girls. I would love that. Girls. That'd be the next Strangers movie. Girls just wanna have fun. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I feel like it probably has happened, and we just don't know the trailer. I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for it. I'm just surprised that they used that so- a cover instead of like I don't know. The hours and hours of, you know... Nabu. The actual music that's in the fucking yeah. game that kicks fucking Nabu ass. Matsu. Yeah. Uh, you could just play the battle theme, and you'd be like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, hell, like... Hell, they, just the... I know, you, I know you haven't played, Scott, but Joe, you played Final Fantasy Seven. Barely. <clears throat> okay, so you don't really know much about the story. <laughs> Thanks for showing me uh, your balls, Scott. Huh? Thanks for showing me your balls, Scott. That wasn't... Oh, you saw my balls? Oh, I didn't. I, was, I just see I have, like, booty shirts on. Oh, that's uh, on. <clears throat> like, it's, it's... They change. Like, I'll say this. This is not an exact reimagining of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, they said that, like, six years ago. I know, this is definitely, it's very Midgar heavy, like, there's side quests, they fix, like, they take a lot of stuff from, like, Final Fantasy XV, like, the side quests. Did people not like XV? I liked XV. I I didn't ask if you liked it, I said, did people like it? I think people liked it for, like, a couple months, and then they got real tired of it. Yeah. Um, like... They add, they change a lot of things to the story. Like, you don't get the Nibhelm, uh, and you meet about the, the Cloud's backstory with Sephiroth. They just totally, they just throw him with like visions of it. They 
they really make Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse a big part of the story. They have character development. Uh, the music's awesome. They also take some of the music and they remix it to make like more jazzy. Like they make like the Chocopo song into like a hip hop beat. <clears throat> it's kind of cool. They make the the heavy fight song into like this death metal vibe. The battle system's really cool. It's very Kingdom Hearts three. Like we have like very hack and slash, but you could select spells with the X button. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the Don Corneo cross dressing scene to perfection. Or Cloud no. cross dresses. Now wait, I want to ask you something because you sent it in a in the in the wrestling group chat. Does Aerith actually hit someone with the yes. chair? Yes. Yes. He actually gets along with the chair. Why? I need to know beautiful bastard that came up with this. Well, in the Don Corio story, they have to get information, but he only does does it with he only does auditions with ladies. So their idea is to have Tifa, Aerith, and Cloud and Drag be the the auditions, and Cloud wins the audition. So he's taken to Don's room. So Tifa and Aerith fight off his goons, and she at the end of the scene, she grabs a chair and hits him in the head. It goes black, and then afterwards, they're cleaning up, and they're all fixed and stuff. That is an actual scene. I was like, I should have videotaped it to show Scott. It's an actual scene. <clears throat> I can't find the clip. I looked for the clip. I couldn't find it other than what you sent. So I thought maybe someone edited it. Like maybe like she was holding something else and someone just like edited in a chair. <clears throat> no, it's definitely a chair. And I mar- I marked the fuck out. Uh, I might have to get that if only for the chair. <clears throat> yeah. It's a concerto. 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 It's, you'll have to wait like, uh, I don't know, like probably 12 hours. They get to it. The thing is, like, it takes, like, <clears throat> right now I'm on the, near the end. Chapter 14 is when they infiltrate the Shinra building to rescue Aerith. That happens in the original game, like, probably the first seven hours in the original game. This one, it's, like, the end of the... Of course, they're, they're making this into three episodes. So this is the first episode, which is probably about 30, 30 hours. And then... <clears throat> It's pretty much a three-disc system. So is it multi-disc in in the box? Or like, do you beat the first disc and then we've got to wait for the second? I don't know. I literally bought this digitally. I bought the deluxe edition so I get the Cactuar Materia summoning. That's all I did it for. But also because... The Nookie. The Nookie. So you could take that cookie and stick it up your... Yeah. Stick it up your... Yeah. Stick it up your... Yeah. But <clears throat> the, the game in the end, it's like... It takes the nostalgia that you love, like the story beats. But they give you enough new stuff, like new characters, uh, new battles. They give you enough new stuff to make it seem like it's a whole new adventure. That makes sense. Right. It's, it's a good reimagining remake to where it's faithful but new. Now, having played both, let's say someone, I don't know, i.e. me, decides, you know what, I want to give Final Fantasy VII a try. I have access to, let's say I have access to both versions, just as easily, whatever. Would you recommend I play the original first, or do you think the remake is 
good enough to where it doesn't matter and you could play the remake first and still get the same quality, same vibe? Uh, I don't know. Because one, the remake is... There's two other episodes. Uh, <clears throat> I like the story of Seven, the whole of the original Seven. Um, there's a lot... I think they're, they're cut... Like, I know they said that Red 13, the character, is very cut. He's not playable. Which is because Red 13 had a pretty big story and set the original Seven. They like, had a pretty big character arc. Um, very emotional character arc. <clears throat> And there's much, there's a bigger world in the game seven, the original seven. Remake, you're stuck in Midgar. I don't know. I haven't finished it. They might venture out in the future episodes. I don't know. I'd say, <clears throat> I mean, it's on the Switch. You could play seven on the Switch. Well, I got PS4 as well. Yeah. But you can I've got, play I've got both, so. I was saying they have it on both. I'd say play seven. <clears throat> I think seven, you know, people say it's overrated. I think that's people just saying it. I think it's it's not the greatest, but I think it's got the materia system is a great system of leveling up. I think the battle system's great, the music's great, the story is dark, but also has fun parts like the gold saucer uh, city. It's super fun. There's a snowboarding mini game uh, in the actual in the in the original, and there's some good character stuff going on. Right, it's it's good story. It's long though. It's about definitely fifty hours. By the way, speaking of ga- games on the PS4, they're on the Switch. Can I can I do a mini rant? God. May I? God. Okay. So as someone who really wants to get into the Resident Evil games but can't get over like and and I had a conversation with a friend of mine that made me realize it's not the tank controls I don't like. It's the camera I don't like in Resident Evil. Why is it that? On the on P okay so PS4 you can get them all you get the Origins collection you get zero and you get one you got the two remake you got the three remake four was already available even though they're doing another a remake of four for some reason the well, fourth already there five, five is already there six is already there so you got all of those seven was released specifically on PS4 so you can get like. I think Code Veronica is even on there but I'm talking the numerical like one through seven. If you want to play those, or zero through seven, I should say, you can get all those games on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, but probably, but PS4, which I have. But on the Switch, they have zero and one, four, five, and six, no seven. It. What the fuck? Why do they even have the other Resident Evil games if they're not going to have the remake of two, the remake of three, and seven? What the fuck? It's shocking. Well, you also got to think they got to develop it because they got to change the specs of it because of Switch. Switch has a smaller... It's one of those things like you have to have the HD, but also you have to have 720p for the... If you did did the handheld version. But the thing is, is they bothered to do this other stuff. What I'm saying is... And there's no plan to do it. I could understand if, like, you know, like, if they're like, okay, well, we'll put out the PS4 version and then a Switch version will come later. The only thing I can think of is they're 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 gonna wait and then release a collection with yeah. with two and three, because 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 uh, for the Switch, the Origin collection is the only way to get zero and one for yeah. that, and then uh, four, five, and six are in a collection. So I'm well, thinking that's what they're gonna do. 
And the other thing is the. There's but there's no of, plan. There's nothing announced saying that they intend to well, do that. that. Well, there's a big. They there's might be big, keeping it quiet. There's a big backlash on three right now, because oh, yeah. people feel it's it's too short of a game. Um, so it's very likely they'll probably put two and three together. And I mean, I would like them to do that, but just, you know, say it. And the thing is, I know it, sh- it shouldn't bother me that much because, you know, I have a PS4. I can get all these games. It's not like I can't get the whole set on one console. You just want to play you- it while shitting. But it's, but it's, well, not just that, but it's just more the, if you have pieces of it, why not complete the puzzle? You know what I mean? It's like having a puzzle, but you're missing pieces, you know? Well, if I, you I, have it- the means to have the whole thing, why not do it? Yeah, it always takes time to like adapt it to a new system. Yeah, and I really enjoy that's, that's one thing that, that it always does. I really enjoy Resident Evil Seven. I don't know if y'all played it, but I really liked it. Well, don't worry. They're also talking about like they're also doing the eight, eight as well. Eight, yeah, they're talking yeah, about eight. eight's about to come out. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're spending all their money on eight. I think they're not really worried about a Switch port at the moment. I don't know. They're worried about a Resident Evil 4 remake that doesn't need to exist. Because Resident Evil 4 is just... I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, perfect Resident the way Evil, it is. Resident Evil 4 is their version of like, But the fact that they want to remake yeah. a game that was literally on GameCube, PS2, Wii, Wii U, Switch, yep. PS3, PS4... Xbox, I think, is now on... Like, they literally redo it. You know, Every console. It's like it. If I may, it's kind of like Resident Evil and Skyrim are like the two games that I can think of. That it's like whenever there's a new hardware, there will be a new version of it. So why do we need to do a full blown remake of Resident Evil Four when like yes. it's fine the way it is? We already have it available. You know, do code. They should do Code Veronica. They really should. Do it. Why not? You know what games? You know what video game series? I'm surprised. They could improve some of the other Resident Evils too, outside of Code Veronica. Yeah, well, I'm saying like like redo Zero and One and One to have the Resident Evil Four controls and the Resident Evil Four style. Uh, Code Veronica. Uh, you fix Dead Aim. You know, I was gonna say Survivor, but I found out Resident Evil Survivor is a remake, actually a, a first person remake of the first game. What were you, know you saying, what, Wade? I didn't mean to cut you off. You know what game series? I've been I've been in the mood to play it for a while. Uh, and Surprise has not been put on the Switch. The Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. That is because of licensing rights due to the music and the skaters themselves. True. And the, the skateboard companies. Because they had it for Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance. And they had Tony Hawk Ride for uh, the Wii. Yeah, but that game sucked. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I would love to play that on a Switch. Well, plus, also, after, a perfect the, bullshit, world, a perfect after the bullshit that was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 and the underwhelmingness of the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, why they did the first game, I don't understand. They should have if they they should have at least done Tony Hawk Pro Skater two so you could do manuals. They should have done two. Fuck, do two and three at the same. Do, do them combined. Fuck it. Uh, or do Pro Skater four since if it must be a Pro Skater uh-huh. game, get the one that has all the controls in it. 
Or how oh, this? The one problem when you say 2 and 3, I just get flashbacks to the Silent Hill HD remakes that they did, uh, I think it was like 3 and 4, or maybe it was 2 and 3 like together, it and it's just and awful. Three. It was just awful. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Underground. I think I think the Underground Underground One is the best Tony Hawk game. I agree. I think it's yeah. It, yeah. I was just, I watched literally like it's this guy with his square eyed Jack or whatever. He literally ranked. I don't know how. I think it was just a slow day, and I just you now I'm working. I put on the TV like on, on YouTube. I put on the uh, every Tony Hawk track, like like skate track, ranked. Like a level or the song? Level, 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 sorry. It was two and a half hours, but I watched the entire thing. And it made me realize Underground is so fucking good. It It made me realize, I always thought Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 was the best, but if we had to pick a Pro Skater, I think three. The thing about the Tony Hawk games are, like, like, even though I really enjoy, like, the story mode and everything of of American Ways, or that one, uh, I would say American Wasteland technically would have to be the best, and it... If only because it is like peak controls. You know what I mean? It's oh, like if, yeah. you took, if you took everything you could do in American Wasteland and combine that with under the story of and the levels of Underground, you'd have the perfect Tony Hawk game. Uh, like I think Underground to American Wasteland is peak controls. Yeah, they finally figured out how to do right everything. there, right there. Project Eight was. Eh. I like Underground. I like Proving Ground because, well, Baltimore, Inner Harbor, and Lansdowne. Even though the Lansdowne Bowl does not look like that in real life. No, it does not. It does not. But I and we know because it. Wade and I live like I can walk to the yeah, bowl from my we house. Live like five minutes from the Lansdowne Bowl, the famous bowl. But I do appreciate that the neighborhood background they have. Yes. It looks just like the like the Riverview area. It looks like Lansdowne. Plus, American Wasteland t- more or less had Dwayne Peters. It may not have been the voice, but I mean, clearly, o- it's oh, clearly obvious boy. that that dude is totally Dwayne Peters. And they made, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater did make a live, like not a live action, an actual Viva La Bam uh, game. Oh, oh, too. Yeah, very Viva La Bam. Is it Don Vito in that? No, uh, Phil is. Phil is. You can you can skate as Phil in his underwear. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe they should. Like, I heard that they're actually working on a new Tony Hawk game, and I'm like, if they learn their lesson from five and actually try to make a good game, it could be worth it. But here's the thing: if it comes out, I'm waiting for review. If that happens, I'm waiting for reviews because I got burned. With I Tony saw Hawk like I saw 5. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five had like. You could light your board on fire, and you could do effects on your on your board, and I'm like, what? I don't know. All I know is, what is I this bought SSX the- tricky. I bought the game, and literally, it's a you have to download a three hour long patch just to play it. Dude, you know what? Fuck it on Switch. SSX tricky. Like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how bad the fuck out that. five was. So I was working at Toys R Us when that game came out, right? And there we always had a deal where, because we were just trying to get rid of the game, where it was like, buy a PS4 or an Xbox One, get a free copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, right? 
I would tell people not to get the free game. That's how bad this game was. As someone who played it and hated it, I was like, no, it's not even worth being free. Like, not play this game. And now you can't play it. Apparently, really? it's unplayable now. So, so those it was unplayable then, Scott. I mean, wait, wait, what do you mean unplayable? Like, it's broken or it's just not available? Because you needed to connect, uh, you needed to ha- be online in order to play it, and the server's gone. So you can't even do, you can't do oh. anything. Oh, you, you ha- for story mode, you had to be online? There is no story mode. There's no, no story mode? Yeah, no, it's, it's like the old Tony Hawk game. It sucks, Wait, It really sucks. Tar- no, 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 that's what I meant. Like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, 2, and 3, and 4, the, the story mode was the, the objectives. The, yeah, this- but after, after the first game, they actually would include a story or, like, care, like stuff with it. No, this is literally just bare bones, like, Tony Hawk Pro no, Skater. There was even shit that in, like, American Wasteland and Thug that you couldn't do in this one. Like, you can't get, I don't even think you could get off your board in this one. No, that's fine. Because <clears throat> yeah. I feel like the I feel like the underground is like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series is like, like the the Pro Skater part is like you can't get off the board. Thug is more interactive. And you can't go backwards. That's the thing. You can't include all these controls, all these things, and go back. Like, let me put it this way: it, the weirdest thing in the world was playing was beating Metal Gear Solid Four. And then playing Metal Gear Solid Three and realizing what you can't do okay. after you just got used to that. You know, like you just when it comes to gaming controls, co- controls, you can't go back. You know what I mean? That's true. Like if you want to go back to an older game, that's fine. But when you put out a newer game, you can't you can't you either need to give as much or you need to give more. You cannot you cannot go back. Uh, but yeah, no, every but it, the game required you to be online to play it. And because the server's down, you can't even play it. That sucks. No, it's actually no that, that that was a mercy killing. Oh boy. Well maybe they're making uh Tell Pro Skater 5 for real. Like that's the name, for real. As I said, as I said, I will give it a shot after I read reviews. If that even happens. Cuz I only cuz the only reason this game even came out was so that uh, Activision or whoever could hold on to the license. This game wasn't even released because they wanted to release it. They literally wanted to hold on to the license for some reason. So they shit out a game, and then they're like, "Oh, we get the license for a couple more years. Like, what are you gonna do with it?" Uh. They should have just made a mobile game or something, like Temple Run, but with a skateboarder. I mean, they could just done that instead of or, like, oh no, half-assing. Wants the Tony Hawk franchise to make games for it, have the fucking franchise. Like, what good is having a franchise if you're not going to use it? You I know? know? I don't like, even know who, what skaters they would use. <laughs> you know? I'm just like saying. Like, Houston and, and all these newer, like, street skaters. I'm just saying, you're going to buy a franchise that people like. You know, Chris like Cole. when fucking Bethesda bought Doom, they didn't buy Doom and just sit on it. Who no, was the one? These two great fucking Doom games. Who was the skater? Bob Burnquist. Was it Bob Burnquist that was like, he was in the games and then he was out? I think that was. Yeah, the only, it was Bob. The only people I remember being in the games were Bob Burnquist, Chad Muska, Eric and, Costa. Uh, huh? Eric Costa. Eric Costa. Oh, Alyssa Steamer, because I was like, Steamer? When I was a kid, that's a terrible name, Steamer. 
Yeah, I just remember Chad because I was like, there's no way this Chad Muska is actually like this. He is. You know what? Fuck it. 100% that way. All let's the time. Fuck it. Let's bring back video shamers and let's just do the Matt Hoffman games. Hey, fuck you. Matt Hoffman Pro BMX is awesome. And, and just culminate the Triple X. The best. The best. Uh, actually, that was in the Dave Mira series. Dave Mira. So I'm going to do the Dave Mira uh, In games. tribute? Because he's dead? What? Dave Mira passed away like a couple years he ago, dude. Yeah, dude. He killed himself. He committed what? suicide. We talked about it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't remember that. And first yeah, of all, I will post you with Dave Mira Freestyle BMX. Let's just play uh, Kelly Slater's Pro Sur- Surfer. Oh, that game! I like that game. I think that one was. I didn't play. I think it. the pro, the pro, see, the pro, all the the pro games that weren't um, Tony Hawk. I think they were so underrated. They were so much fun. Kelly Slater Pro Surfer was great. The only thing I will say, it's the most unrealistic because it's just like one big continuous wave. But then again, how the fuck are you gonna do a surfing game? Yeah. TNC Surf Designs. What? I didn't, uh, what TNC Surf Designs. Yeah, what? Matt Hoffman. Yeah, Kelly Slater. It's on oh, NES, bro. Yeah. Oh, Sean. What? Uh, was it? There was Sean a Palmer. snowboarding one. Sean Palmer. Sean Palmer. I want to say Sean White, and I'm like, no, Sean I White. Sucked at Sean Palmer's pro snowboarder. I sucked, but I'm great at snowboard kids. You're talking about Sean White's the one with the snowboarding game. No, they both have one. Yeah. Oh. Sean no, no, Palmer I was, was the no, one. I was saying Sean Paul, I, it was Sean Palmer. I was like, I know it was Sean White, but I know he didn't have a pro. It wasn't in the pro series. Yeah, it's a uh, Sean Palmer was. It was part of the Activision, I think, O2, oh. which was their extreme sports games. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember the SSX games. And, and oh, that's, that's, that's and, I, and I had that ESPN one too. I'm sorry, SSX Tricky is the best snowboarding game. Uh. Several oh, kids too is up there, three but through on tour is is like a real like good period, which includes trickies in there, trickies in between. How well? How did this start this whole conversation? You were talking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Let's start with that. Oh, we started. Let's all start from Final Fantasy VII Remake. And you're like, <laughs> like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with like stuff. It's, it's we also the, talked about Resident Evil in there. Too. This is the seven degrees to cloud bacon. I don't know. But you know, but you know, this is this is this is what quarantine does to you. It really, you really comb your brain. You 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 start talking about God knows what, and then it leads to leads to good stuff. Do they have the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games on... Uh, that's not the HD remake. On PS4? Like the oh. classics? Uh, I don't know. Because it did uh, for PS3. Give me, a, give me a second. I'll go look. It did for PS3, but it didn't for... PS4, some games, they don't have it. Uh, Scott's going to go look. Uh, We've been yeah. talking for almost two hours, guys. Oh, shit. Uh... Yeah, let's not worry about it, Scott. I'll look at it later. Too late. Uh, yeah, this episode was... Well, we spent a whole hour, Joe, talking about the Big Show show. Yep. And It was over spent, an hour. And then we spent an hour uh, talking about Pro Skater. 
Well, it was it was Final Fantasy warped into Resident Evil, then to Pro Skater. Okay, while well, Scott's looking at that, what is your favorite Pro Skater map? Like, level? Um, what was the one? Wasn't it, like, school or something? The one with the helicopter, the secret helicopter in it? Was it or was it two? Hangar? That was Hangar. Hangar, hang, yeah. School yeah. 2 is the one after that. Yeah. I like, uh, <clears throat> School 2 is a classic, but man. See, I didn't play all the Pro Skater games, so I don't know all the maps. I think Pro uh, Skater 3, I liked Canada. A lot, and I like the uh, the Foundry. I thought the Foundry was basically like you had turn off Pro Skater One. The first level was the hangar, not the hangar, the warehouse. Yeah. And then Pro Skater Two, the first level is the hangar. Pro Skater Three was the Foundry, which is just a big old factory mm-hmm. that you just grind all the time. So many rails to grind. It was so good. But yeah, I think hangar is very iconic. I mean, you had the you had the the if you grind the one rail, you get to that secret half-pipe hangar. Yeah. And yeah. if you grind the helicopter, it opens the garage door, and you have that little half-pipe in the snow. Yep. All right. So I looked. There are only two Tony Hawk games on, PS- on PSN, PS4. Tony Hawk 5, which is still full price, still 60 bucks, and you can't play it. And something called Tony Hawk Boom Boom Sabotage. What the fuck? I don't know. Scott, you need you must play that game. You gotta play it. Can can if y'all I'll tell you what, if y'all pay each PayPal me four dollars, I will do it. Wait, hold on, it's only what? It's eight dollars. Oh on sale or is it like the it's actual 8. price? No, it's eight dollars. Shit, I'll buy it. If you each PayPal me four dollars, I will pl- I will buy it and I will play it. And you'll review it. I will review it. Okay. But you guys gotta pay PayPal, PayPal me eight dollars. Before we close, or uh, four dollars each, whatever. Just I I'm not paying out of my own money. Y'all before are gonna we, pay me to play this. Before we close, I asked Joe the question: What is your favorite Tony Hawk Pro Skater level? Ooh. Joe says, Joe says the hangar. I've been kind of fond of the zoo in one. Oh. I can't remember which game it was in, but oh, I like the zoo. Four. It was four. Because um, four, you can interact with stuff. Joe picked the hangar. I picked the foundry. Hangar's a good choice. That is I a picked, very good I choice. Picked the, I picked the foundry from three. This is a tough question. Well, you, you know what? I'm, 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 I might sound kind of lame for picking this, but I'm gonna pick the, uh, the high, the school, the high school. school. School one or school two? Two. Okay. Well, they're both good, but school two is the iconic. Tony Hawk oh, Skater two God, one. Yeah. It's the iconic. Sure it's, I mean, one. I mean the fucking benches that go downhill, like iconic. Yeah. Like, especially if you have like Power Man five thousand playing. Yeah, but dude, dude, the hangar that was a good choice. I gotta hang- agree. I gotta hangar, agree. That, that's like has, has great secret level. It's like secret, secret compartments. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Also, that drop, that first hill down is awesome. Yeah. Also, the airport's pretty cool. <clears throat> oh, I forgot about the airport. The airport's the airport like the mall where it's downhill, but you can still kind of go up at times. Mm-hmm. So good. So, are y'all gonna send me? Are y'all each gonna send me four dollars so I can play this game? I mean, I'm I'm down to send you four dollars. Joe, 
Uh, I'd have to set up a PayPal. Hold on, what is it called? Tony Hawk Boom Boom Sabotage. Oh, by the way, guys, so I I, I, I broke the previous controller because uh, uh, Heiachi in uh, Tekken 7 is a bitch. But I got yeah. a new controller, and it, it was black, but I remembered I bought the, um, the Doom Slayers collection, and you got a decal for your controller. So uh, check that out, guys. This is, oh, just for, no. this is just for Wade and Joe. This isn't for... This isn't for people. Oh, Scott. Listen Scott, to the podcast. Scott. Oh, God. <clears throat> Scott, Ooh, it's, right? not a, it's not a game. It's not a game. It's a movie. It's a movie? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Cool. We can't see it. <laughs> it's blurry as fuck, Wade. It does not. Blurry as fuck, Wade. <laughs> uh, I'll just send the picture. Uh is there any way I can watch this thing for free? I, I'm not, I'm not buying a movie. I mean, if you guys want me to watch the movie, still send me four dollars. No. Wait, Joe, do you have Venmo? No. Damn, I was gonna say I, have I just Venmo. don't owe people money. You so cheap. What? You <laughs> <laughs> said he doesn't have Venmo. He said he doesn't have PayPal. <laughs> that picked up. That picked up. Oh my god. What, Caitlin? Yeah. Fuck you, babe. You got... Hey, hey, I ain't gonna hear from you, bitch, because you, you, you primarily use Venmo. So I don't even want to hear it. Okay. And making me Venmo you, your stimulus check. Okay, I'm sending it to you guys now, the, the cover art for this movie. Um, I need to find my phone. No, it's, no, I'm sending it on the Slack, on our chat. Oh. Oh my oh god! god. <laughs> I tell you, the cover, the the picture that they use on PSN is so much better than that one, but it's still can you, not. Can you like put that up when you post these episodes? This episode. It looks like they're about to sabotage this fucking this fucking franchise. Poor it looks like it looks like the animators of James and the Giant Peach decided, oh, we're not even going to try to make this movie. No. I'm all right, it's, but I'm just saying. It's, I'm, it's, it's from another world. Just, yeah, send me $4 each from you guys. I'll buy it, I'll watch it, and I'll review it next show. If you give me the $4 each. Where are you going to watch it from? Oh, PSN? Oh. It's on PSN, Wade. We should have a watch party. That'll be the episode. We'll watch the movie. But then we'd all have to bu- spend. No, I don't want to buy this movie. We would spend twenty four dollars. What's twenty four dollars? Wait. Yeah, twenty four dollars. <sighs> it's exactly twenty four dollars. Wait. Uh, I I thought my math was wrong for a minute. Just give me four dollars each so I can do this. Why don't you just buy it yourself, Scott? Because I don't want it. Well, I what, so you want us to you pay for it? Want, you <laughs> want this for me more than I want it for me. If anything, we should split it three ways. I'm not giving this shit my money. I'm serious. You want me to? I told you. You want me to review this? You guys pay for it because I'm not paying for it. I'll just watch it myself. Jesus. Then go ahead. You watch it and you review it. I think. I think. What about plugs? <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta do plugs. If you want me to watch Tony Hawk or Scott to watch Tony Hawk 
in Boom Boom Sabotage, the movie, uh, let us know on Facebook, facebook.com slash Productions, or Twitter, MakeAndishMCP, or Instagram, Productions, or all three. Fuck it. Or if, yeah. you want to, if you want to hound our band, Scott can let you know about that. Well, yeah, but before that, if you want to fund our ability to watch this movie, just go to uh, just go on PayPal and send us money. MKScottMCP at gmail.com. You can send your money to the Tony Hawk Boom Boom Sabotage Watch Party uh, Fund, and because uh, I ain't paying for this shit. Uh, but speaking of shit that people ain't paying for, we do have a band called Meteor King. And the reason they're not paying is because they can't go because there is a quarantine going on and a stay-at-home order. But just because you're at home doesn't mean you can't enjoy Meteor King. Just go to meteorking.bandcamp.com. You can uh, keep tabs on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud. You're going to know more news about Meteor King from there than you ever will on this podcast. So go follow, like, whatever you got to do in those places. You can also... Go to. Um, you can also get our uh, digital copies of our music there as well. You can purchase CD copies. You can purchase T-shirts, pins, patches, whatever. You p- purchase physical media. We'll give you a Meteor King sticker. And just because just because there's a uh, pandemic doesn't mean we're not shipping. So place an order and we will ship it. As far as shows, we'll let you know when we know. Because <laughs> it seems like shit is scheduled to not happen till the fall and. All of our shows upcoming are for the summer, so spring and summer. So well, summer, summer might be okay on the, on the social media. Summer, I still think there might be a chance. I think people, I think we, it's one of those things that we got to see when we're closer to the date. But uh, our May show, our June show, those are kind of in the air oh, right yeah. now. Yeah, but and that's why I said stay tuned to the social medias because, like I said, you're gonna get that information quicker that there than anywhere else. Yeah. Joe, what else you got? Uh, we have a YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash Productions. Uh, you can go there and you can check out all the the shows we have. We have like Criterion Connection. We have B Movie Den. There's also the shorts that you, that, that get put up every now and then, like Amethyst and the Chair. So definitely go there, check them all out, hit subscribe, comment on the videos, share them to people you know. It'd be a big help. Speaking now, of the YouTube, there, though, wasn't there somewhere else that you could watch the shorts? Well, I believe it was on Vimeo. Um, on well, I believe it's just the shorts on Vimeo. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will piggyback on two things. Uh, this week we're gonna have a Criterion Connection, but also because of the quarantine and J- Gary has been recording these until the quarantine's over. B Movie Den will be bi-weekly instead of bi- yeah instead of monthly. It's gonna be bi-weekly, so two a month instead of one a month. So you guys have something to watch for quarantine. Also for the shorts, uh, we announced it on our Instagram and our Facebook, but uh, laugh till you die. Uh, some uh, festivals uh, are involved. Let me get let me get this here. Yeah, so we were a semifinalist on the Couch Film Festival, so that's cool. Uh, we were an official selection for the Frostbite International Indie Fest. Uh, you know, of course it was online only because of what's going Probably. on, but we were official selection, so that's cool. So 
But because of this, it's more reason to watch it on YouTube and Vimeo, so go do that. Now, Wade, before we close, I want to ask you, going back to the B-movie dens, you said bi-weekly. Does this mean they're bi and weekly? What? Are they bi and weekly? I think I should say bi. Are they having sex with multiple genders and coming out every week? Well, it's just Gary alone, so... They're a weekly. So in other words, you gotta tune in to find out. They're a weekly. They're G weekly. Uh, well, just, uh, speaking of bye, I think we should say bye to people. Uh, no, we still got like two more hours of this shit. Oh no. <laughs> but no, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's show. Thanks everybody for joining us. We know there's so much enter- entertainment you could be listening to or watching during this quarantine, and we really appreciate the fact that it's us that we you decided to listen to whenever you're listening to us. So we want to thank you for your support. We want to thank you for being there for us and with us in this really, really difficult time. And, you know, oh, Wade's got his finger up. What? Also, R.I.P. Howard Finkel. Oh, got it. Forgot to say that. R.I.P. Howard Finkel. No one will. I'll tell you this. Oh, and Brian. In wrestling will never be as lit as they were when Howard Finkel was around. And no! Also, Brian Dennehy. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Brian Dennehy. Big Tom Callahan. He died in Tommy Boy, and unfortunately, he is gone from this earth in real life. So, uh, R.I.P. and Fink, the world is a lesser place without you. Okay, so, speaking of Brian Dennehy, bye! Bye! All right. So what I was trying to say was thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you for everybody being here with us and, you know, supporting us. And uh, for the love of God, stay the fuck home. Let's get through this. And if you go outside, wear a fucking mask. But, like, yeah, just stay at home, wear a mask. And, you know, let's let's take care of ourselves so we can get back out in the world for real and not have to worry and stress. Uh, But I just want to let everyone know. I love you, and I wish everybody the best. But until next time, everybody, I'm Scott the Bot Savage along with... It's Wade Wade. And... Joe. Reminding you to keep it clean. To keep it sweet. But most importantly, you gotta keep it... Mint. Mint. Cut it. Stay the fuck at home!